0: Okay, Bokertov. tov. Today's daf <coughs> is daf kufu Gimel im Sochem. Boker tov, Shavua tov, and chodesh tov. We learn again for a fourth for tov Miriam Bastvora, Mindel. <coughs> Mindel. Um, we'll start right from the top of the page, the second line. Amalei <coughs> Ravleravasi. Again, this is advice that we are continuing with from yesterday, the Agarata. So, said Rav to Ravasi, Don't live in a city in which you neither have horses that neigh or dogs that bark because uh, you, won't be a, you won't be aware uh, of when uh, enemies and Ganavim uh, come. This way they'll wake you up and they'll alert you to the danger. Don't live in a city in which the mayor of the city is either a physician or a rabbi, because they'll be too busy either with their trade or with their uh, learning and won't be able to take care of city matters. Uh, so make sure you get a full-time mayor. Velo tansev Tarti, don't marry two women, even though this was in the time of the Gemara when you were allowed to. He says, don't marry two women because they may plot against you. And he knows this Tarti. If you do marry two, Nassif make sure you get a third one who will, uh, who will confide in you if the other two are plotting against you you know, split the, uh, Yerusha, um, 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 of Rav Kana. Uh, Rav told Rav Kana, who was a Kohen, Better deal with a carcass, in other words, something that's a little bit, um, uh, that's not pleasant, you know, uh, cutting up a car, uh, a, a carcass of an animal rather than, uh, than deal with words. This could mean that, um, you know, either in terms of not lying or, uh, you know, make your living, make an honest living, do a real trade, and not just, uh, you know, not just come out with uh, uh, with words and 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 live on words. Pshot uh, nivilta beshuka, better to flay an avela a carcass in the market veshakalagra and get a decent wage. In other words, better to work for a simple wage for low lotamen. Don't say kahana well, I'm a priest for gavurabona. I should be supported by the community because uh, I'm a coin, I'm a great man, the Sunny by milsa and it's beneath my dignity uh, to do that kind of stuff. In other words, w- work an honest living, uh, even if it's, uh, if it's laborious and it's not pleasant. Uh, more advice that he gave him. Uh, if, even if you go up to your roof, make sure that your provisions are with you. In other words, even if you go on a short trip, take food along. Uh, you never know what you'll need. Uh, another advice that he gave him is uh, always have, um, even if food is cheap. Mayakari uh, Bamasa Even if in town you can get a hundred uh, gourds or pumpkins for azuz, if they're very inexpensive, tusi Let make sure that they're under your skirts. And as make sure, even when food is cheap, make sure you have some uh, some stored away for you. Don't rely on the fact that it's always going to be available and cheap. Rav Rav told his son Chia. Lotishti Sama, don't drink, don't take drugs. (laughs) Don't take drugs. They knew even in those days that drugs uh, can be addictive. Rashi offers two reasons. He says, Don't drink because the old Shatikvulan vessels because you'll be addicted to them. You're going to need them all the time and you're going to want them and you're going to spend all your money on them. You'll be addicted to them. So, one is because financially, one reason is financially, you'll be so addicted to the drugs that you won't be able to stop spending your money on them. Another reason is, is because they will do you harm. Uh, even when they're good for one aspect of you, they, they hurt another aspect of your physical being. So the things that uh, we've learned today about addiction were true in those days, and they knew it then. <clears throat> also, don't take large jump. Don't run. Running uh, there, there was a tradition that running uh, diminished your eyesight. So you don't take big steps. Don't run don't just because you have a toothache take an aspirin don't have your teeth pulled out unnecessarily and don't provoke snakes don't provoke um, uh, non-jewish women because they can uh, come back at you kanaben. there are 3 that you should not provoke a young a young shagetz and a small snake vetamikkoten and a small and a young or small student why my time at the Malchusayu Achor Koi? Because their kingdom is behind their ears, meaning their, their future is, is ahead of them. And when they get bigger, when the goy becomes, uh, uh, becomes an adult, or the snake becomes an adult, or the student becomes an adult, as if you provoke them, when they get bigger, they'll take revenge on you. Amle ravle le'evu brei. Roshmaita, I've tried to teach you, I've tried to help you with your studies, V'lo it's not I'm not getting anywhere. I'm not, I'm not being successful teaching you Torah. So therefore, Tagmachamil Dam. So let me teach you some ways of the world. At least maybe you'll get that into your thick skull. Um Karech Zvinach While the sand is still on your feet, sell what you got. In other words, when you bring in wares from out of town, you brought them in, sell them while it's while they're hot. Don't wait and shelve them and store them away. Sell the produce or whatever it is while while you have a chance don't don't have to worry, pay, pay, worry about storage or about the f- things going bad if they if they are perishables. Colmeli's oven, anything you sell, um anything you will sell for this sometimes if you sell something valuable, you might uh, regret it. Bar mecham, except for wine, this oven you're not going to regret selling wine because if you held on to the wine, it would turn it might turn bad. Another important advice: kischa, right. First, open up your wallet and then open up your sacks of produce, meaning get paid first. Always try to get paid up front. If you, want to, if you first give them the merchandise and then hope to get the money, you may be in trouble. So first open up your wallet and say, listen, cough over the money, then I'll, I'll give you the uh, produce out of the sack. Uh, better to get a small amount of income or a small uh, wage from a place that's close by. In other words, it's better to go to a place that's nearby and to make less money than to go far away, velocura kurah migra. In other words, so to speak, a kav, a small amount out of the ground and not a kur, a large amount from the roof, from a, from a far away place. Better to have your uh, income nearby, even if it's less. Tamra um, b'chaluzcha, when you have dates in your basket, as soon as you have a small amount, go go to the brewer and, um, and turn them into beer, which is worth a lot of money. Uh, and, uh, otherwise, you might just eat up the dates and you'll have nothing. Vad how much? Ad even a small amount, even if you have a small amount of dates, take them to the brewer and let him turn them into date beer, which was a popular drink and expensive in those days. Amra Papa. had not been that I would be, a, that I made beer, that I was a brewer. I wouldn't become wealthy. I made a lot of money out of uh, brewing uh, beer. Even, I mean, some say that it wasn't Rav it was Rav who said this. Rav Chista, I wouldn't become rich. My Sudna, why is it called Sudna? the base Sudna to the brewer, the house of the brewery. Why is it called Sudna? Rav Chista, Sodna, because it's, it's got a, a pleasant uh, secret. In other words, the brewing process, I guess like making Coca-Cola... If you know how to brew beer properly, it's a it's a very good it's a valuable secret. Ugemilas and since you earn a lot of money from that, you'll be able to uh, do good work with it and give out uh, money to the poor with the money that you earn from that. In other words, said Rashi says, "Etsa tova shari It's a good it's a so, no Making brewers because since you become wealthy from it, it's a good it's a good business. It's a good advice. Amar papa call agav gavi boy. Anything that needs to be written down, any like bill of sale or contract or a loan, uh, it really means any any bill needs to be collected. Rashi says anything you have to write a star, like a loan or a guarantee of some sort, uh, whatever, anything like that needs collection. Meaning, you know, you know it's, it's not simple that you'll be able to collect it. You hope you'll be able to collect it. If you've if you got to write it down, basically, that means you have to write an IOU. It means that it's already up for collection. It's not like you're getting handed it right on the spot. Kala uh, Shrai, also when it comes to credit, giving something credit, Suffolk Ossi, Suffolk you're not sure if you're going to get paid. Whenever you give out stuff on credit, you don't know if you're going to pay you or not. Uda Ossi, right, Uda Ossi Mos even if you get paid, it might come in small amounts, says Rashi. In other words, it's not going to be worth much. You're going to get small amounts that, you know, small amounts will just disappear. You you give it away or whatever, and you won't be able to get, so you don't know if you're going to get paid or not. <clears throat> Just as, a, as an aside, 90% of uh, credit card transactions in the Western world are not paid on time, meaning they go into uh, past the due date and you have to pay interest on them. That's how the credit card companies make money, because uh, they're not sure. And then a lot of them never get paid, and then they're given over for a collection. That's what happens. You're not sure if you're going to get paid or not. Uh, three things that Rabbi repeated over in the name of the elders of Jerusalem. When you go out to war, don't be the first one out there. Go out last. So if you have to flee, <coughs> last in, first out. That's what we mean over here, right? If you're the last one out to the war, to the, uh, to the front, you'll be the first coming back. Like we mentioned yesterday that uh, better... Better than to beg or come to rely on other people, it's better to make a simple Shabbos. In other words, don't have fancy food. You can't afford to make a nice Shabbos, so make a simple Shabbos, but don't beg others and don't accept gifts from others. And you should be close to somebody who is successful. If you see somebody who's successful, you know, try to befriend him. Maybe it'll rub off on you. Amr Shulman Levi Ben-Levi said three things. Also, he was also a just like Rabbi Yochman was one of the Gdolim in uh, the Mar in Eretz Israel. So, Reb Levi was also a great, uh, a great Israeli. Mishuman al tarba beganos. Don't, um, don't uh, not just to speak, but it means not to live. Don't, don't do, conduct your business. Rashi says al te bayis befarhesia makom go. Don't do your stuff publicly. I um, Because the story with David and Bathsheba, because uh, he saw her outside, so don't uh, don't don't conduct your business in it like in the in the gardens outside. Don't do your stuff. Be a very private and and a modest person. bidcha uh, Bogra, shachar marry, marry your daughter off early. That's what he really means, and it's, even free your slave to marry her. It doesn't just, it just that's a little bit of an exaggeration. It Just means to say that uh, as soon as your daughter is old enough to marry, marry them off uh, when they're when they are of age, and don't wait too long. But, uh, so Shacharav you know, give 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 uh, give him to your daughter, but it doesn't mean literally. You know, it just means you know find a husband for your daughter as early as possible. and be careful uh, with your wife. rishana from her first. Um, from her first chatan, from her first uh, son-in-law. Uh, be careful. What's the reason why you have to be careful? Make sure, you know, just uh, you know, keep an eye on them. My time. Because of the possibility of immorality. There's like, so to speak, if the daughter lives with you and now the son-in-law comes in, there's another man in the house. Be careful with that. Because she might spend a lot of money on him. And both are valid reasons. You've got to be careful. There are three people who will inherit the next world. Elohein. Hadar Barat Israel, Somebody who lives in Israel. Bama Gada Banova Torah. A person who raises his children to learn Torah. Bamavdil Al-Yad Shabbos. And a person who makes Maavdol on wine a Motzai Shabbos. What do you mean? Maihi. What do you mean? Everybody's supposed to make Avdol on wine a Motzai Shabbos. Ma'i Demeshaim Mikidusha As we said, since Avdol is also a Doraisa, and if he doesn't have a lot of wine, he just has a small amount, he should make sure that he doesn't drink it all at Kiddush, on Friday night, but you should say some for Avdallah. So people with three are machpet about those things, and those things you could be machpet about pretty easily, right? If you live in Israel and you raise your kids to learning Torah, or and or you make Avdallah wine, you'll be a nochle Every day, God proclaims the piety of these three people. Who are they? Al ravak hadar a bachelor who's not married yet. But he lives in a large city, even though, even though um, he has uh, um, physical desires. Uh, but he doesn't sin. He waits for a proper shidduch. And even though he's not married, he doesn't, uh, he doesn't let his, um, uh, his desires get the best of him. Even and a poor person, even though he's poor, he'll still return the lost item to its own. He'll fulfill, he'll, he'll fulfill the mitzvah. Of Saveda, even though he's poor and might want to take it, he might be compelled to take it for himself, he doesn't. So Hashem calls out the, uh, proclaims the piety of these people because they resist their urges. Uh, a wealthy person who certainly takes Miser because he can afford to, to very easily, it's not going to hurt him. Still, he doesn't do it publicly, he doesn't do it the guy but he does it modestly. Um, in in uh, w- without any uh, fanfare, Rav Safra of Ravak, Rav Safra himself was a bachelor. Hadar be he was a bachelor, lived in a public city, in a big city, and therefore uh, he took pride in this statement. Tani Tana kamei de Rav of Rav Safra, and uh Tana learned this memra uh, we just said uh, about the uh, that Hashem proclaims the piety of these three, and one of them is a bachelor who lives in a large city and does and he resists his, his urges. And therefore Salvu Safa he was uh, his face uh, his face was gleaming because he heard this oh he says good god is uh, happy with me because i resist my urges and even though i'm i'm a bachelor in a big city Amelo Rava So Rava said you think you're talking about we're not talking about you you're not really tempted Ravosha, I'll give an example of what we mean by God's proclaiming their piety by people who could easily be tempted and they don't uh Kagon Rafhin Ravoshi, these two great rabbis, Ushvi, they were shoemakers, cobblers, the and the And their business was located, you know, downtown in the red light district. Masani and they made shoes for these uh, for their that was their clientele, these uh, um, you know the, the the zonos were their um, uh, were their clientele Aililahu uh, and they would come in and do business. And these two rabbis, Rav Chanan Ravoshia, you know they apparently they were they either they were uh, they were single at the time, or maybe they just even though they were married, but they resisted uh, the the harlots over here. And the harlots would come into their stores to their to their uh, cobblery, whatever it was called. Inu uh, mistakli bahu, in he mistakli The women looked at them as they gave their shoes in. Veinu lo madlanaya, but the men didn't lift up their eyes listikuli, but they wouldn't look at the women. And uh, therefore, they were, they were extremely pious, and they could have been tempted, and they weren't. They were really put in a, a challenging situation, and they resisted. And the, the uh, Zonos respected them so much by their modesty that when they had to swear, when they took an oath, this is how they used to swear. Rabonan Rabbonon De D'Be'ara D'Yisrael. By the lives of the holy rabbis of Israel. That's how they swore. In other words, even though their job was uh, not exactly a, a respectful job, but uh, that they swore by the lives of the holy rabbis of Israel, that's the kind of people that we're talking about who are so pious. And there are three that God loves: a person who doesn't get angry, a person who doesn't get drunk, a person who's forgiving. He doesn't stand on circumstance, uh, you know. That uh, somebody owes him something, you know. That doesn't. That's this doesn't. Uh, this doesn't pass for me, you know. I'm uh, look at me, you know. No person is forgiving. He's he's uh, very very easy going. So Hashem loves those three people. there are three though that God hates. Hamadab Recha The person doesn't talk honestly. He's, he has one one thing in his heart, and he lies publicly. He'll say something. He'll say the reverse. Right? He'll, he or he'll, you know, he'll flatter somebody. He doesn't really think that in his heart. So he does. He'll he, what is what comes out of his mouth is what, not what's in his heart. If a person could give testimony for somebody, but he doesn't, he, re, he resists the te, the the uh, testimony. He won't testify, and he could help him, and he doesn't. The uh, of a person who saw uh, his uh, his somebody else, another Jew, uh, do something immoral. And he comes to testify as a single person. We know when it comes to Dava erva, just like my mom you need you need two witnesses. So what does one witness do? What's the point of coming forth and talking when you're one witness? All you could do is give him a bad name without uh, coming to any justice. So all you're doing, you testify him alone. What do you do? Well, you're not accomplishing anything. We'll see unless unless you're trying to prevent him from, uh, if he's hurting other people, if we're, talking, we're not talking about people who are rapists or things of that sort, there, there's an obligation to, uh, to help the public. But what's an example of this? A And he testifies as a single person. An example with Tuvia Sind, that was his name, and Zigud came out alone and he, and he testified against Tubei to in front of and and Rabbah uh, uh, excommunicated Zigud. Amalay. so Zigud said, sinned and I, and Zigud has to get has to be excommunicated." Amalei ain't. sivlo Yakum eight One person cannot rise up against a man to testify against him. and you came forth like to testify against him on your own. What was the point of that? Shame, Rabbi All you're doing is giving him a bad reputation and not accomplishing anything because we don't believe one person. Still, still, that individual person like Zigurd could hate that person. Is allowed to hate the immoral person. The post says that if you see your animal, uh, your your the one your enemy's animal um, is uh, falling under his burden, you're supposed to help him. Now, what what kind of your enemy are we speaking about? The person you hate, my soni. What kind of a person are we speaking about? But learn we're talking about an enemy who is a Jew, not a goy. So we're talking about a person who you hate who's a Jew. Now, how are you allowed to hate somebody? if it's also to hate somebody. So how can you say, well, you know, you're allowed to hate this guy if you come if you come along come across this guy who you hate and you come across this animal who's under a burden, this is what you do. How are you allowed to hate somebody? El Dikasadi if Elamite, maybe you're talking about where there are Adam, that this person is an immoral person, and therefore you're allowed to him. I'm missing this, everybody hates him. If there's witnesses against him, so everybody's allowed to hate him. why you say the, the, he's he's? if you come across uh, the animal of your hated person, the person that you hate, it's actually you hate him, not others. I got from my case like this. This individual person, like Zigud, saw an immoral that the uh, that uh, let's say Tuvia had performed an immoral act, and uh, you're allowed to hate him, so therefore you can hate him. Other people can't because they don't know that it's true, and you're not supposed to. Hate him, So he, you're allowed to hate him. If you, but but you can't testify against him because that's only going to give him a bad reputation and not resolve the issue Not only are you allowed to you're supposed to hate him Shnemar Sonira the person who fears God is a person who hates evil and this man saw evil So you know, it's true. You know, it's you know, it's hundred percent true You saw it, but you can't testify against him. Can you tell his teacher? Uh, uh, so that the teacher could hate him. If you know that you're going to be believed 100%, if you know that your, master, your teacher is going to believe you like two, then you're allowed to lay malay. lay Apparently, it's Mashma over here that tell your teacher to prevent this man, you know, to prevent him from going near that guy or to prevent others from being hurt, then you're allowed to testify, but you can't testify in court against him. And there are people whose, uh, three people whose lives are not, it's not really considered living and people who are overly compassionate, they're too nice, they're very compassionate, then they'll fall into a trap of being nice even to bad people. V'raschanen, people who are easily angered. V'anine people who are very delicate. So these three people have no life because they're either too nice or too angry or being taken advantage of or everything becomes repulsive to them. Uh, I've got all these characters. In other words, I'm too delicate, I'm too easily angered, and I'm too nice. There are three who hate one another in the same group. They all hate one another. They're like clubbing dogs. They don't like one another. A ton of chickens. And Persian priests. They don't like Yesham Some say even harlots. Even unfortunately, some of the uh, I guess they said this in Eretz Yisrael that the that the and Bavel also don't always like one another. says that three who love one another: Elaine, Hagerim. I guess they're going through the same problem of uh, trying to be accepted. <laughs> and slaves, uh, and crows or ravens. and therefore that. Uh, you, you, you just, you can't take them. You just can't, uh, you can't stand these kind of people. Hey, lame. Who are they? Dalge, a person who's poor and is very arrogant. Who is this big shot over here? Or a wealthy person who flatters or who lies, doesn't say the truth. Or an old man who's a philanderer. Or a community leader who, so to speak, um who, who, like, uh, takes advantage of the community uh, by being arrogant and by, you know, taking advantage of his position. Some say another person who people can't stand is a person who keeps divorcing his wife. He divorced her once and twice, once and twice, obviously he wasn't a coin. and still takes her back, right? Again, he'd be back and forth again and back and forth again. He can't stay, you know, he can't, uh, he can't handle things. He keeps divorcing her and then taking her back. The Tanakama, the Tanakama doesn't include that person, the Yesh Omrim, the Magar Shishishto, because him, the Ksuba, sometimes he's got to take her back because he can't afford to pay the Ksuba. He's got no choice. They have children together. It's very difficult for him to be, uh, to divorce her because they have to take care of the interests of the children. Hamisha um, Dvarim, Tziva Kanan as Banav. Kanan, who wasn't a good guy in the Khumish. Uh, he commanded his five so- his sons with five things. Five things he told his sons. Number one, vav At least stay stay friendly with one another. In other words, uh, you're in one family, even though you're a crime family, you're a criminal family. Love one another. Vav seghazol. Love stealing. That's the way to go. and love uh, indecency. You know, lewdness, uh, immorality. Vesinus Hate your masters. In other words, always rebel, always steal, always be indecent. Uh, but love one about never tell the truth. That's what he told his kids. Obviously, from that we learned the opposite. That what we should do. them nemru besus. Six things were said about horses. What are they? Oy They love immorality, right? They're not. Uh, I guess they're not monogamous. and They love war. They are arrogant and They hate sleep. They eat a lot, but they excrete very little. Those are four. Those are the six qualities of do, of uh, horses. In other words, there's nothing you could do about them. The other ones we get are, you know, advice. You know, try to, to try to either follow the good advice or don't follow the bad advice. This is just these are characteristics of of horses. Maybe it just means that you should be careful about, you know, when you deal with horses. Some say that he also likes to kill their masters. He likes to kill their masters because they know that the, uh, well, they know that if they break a leg, they're going to be shot, right? So they know that they like to maybe get rid of their masters, throw the master, and run back from the uh, from the front. Shiva menudin leshemayim. There are seven who are excommunicated by heaven. Elohein Yehudi sheein isha. A a, uh, a Jew who doesn't have a wife. Another interesting thing that he says, Yehudisheh for first to say, because the Goyim, you know, the, the the priests don't get married, right? So he says, Yehudisheh loisha. even though uh, the Torah said, uh, it, it, not in the Chumash, but we have the famous Pesach, that Loso Verole Sheves for the Pesach and Tanach, that Shem basically wanted everybody to procreate, but it was only Macbid, they only gave the real mitzvah to the Jews, and uh, Shem does not uh, excommunicate the GoYim for remaining uh, uh, single. That's one of the reasons they say that the uh, that the Jews are smart, right? Because the it was traditional that the GoYim, the 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 Christians would always want their son to be a priest. So the the best of the kids always became the priests. They didn't reproduce. Apparently, they didn't reproduce, so uh, the Goyim, the, their their brain pool got worse and worse because the smartest ones among them didn't reproduce. Anyway, so, but uh, a Jew is supposed to reproduce, so if he doesn't get married, or if he chooses not to have children, uh, that's also uh, Shem excommunicates him. A person who has children, but he doesn't teach them Torah. A person who doesn't wear tefillin on his head. Vit film is on his arm. It it's a big don doesn't wear titsis. A mezuzah pischa on a mezuzah on his door. For a person who refuses to put on shoes, that's also not good. Hashem doesn't like that either. Interesting, he puts that with things like connected with mitzvahs as if to say that a person doesn't wear shoes. Maybe it's not healthy, you won't be able to do mitzvahs. A person never sits at a uh, at a group of where performing a mitzvah. In other words, you don't attend uh, c- c- good occasions like a you siums know, and uh, and, br- and uh, bris milahs, things like that. A person doesn't attend a a um, a, a, a happy event or a, a, a wedding, sheva brachas, whatever bar mitzvah, chaburah shmitzvah. People don't uh, people don't join those. Hashem also excommunicates them. Amar rabba barachana, amram shmuel bar maso, amar rab. Mishum rabbi yosi That he was from that city. This rabbi was from Israel. How do we know that we, we? How do you know that you're not supposed to consult? astrologers rashi says but the bali oh that's really the bad the bad ones that's really you an, av- an avodah zara uh not like maybe just current astrology uh, which doesn't really mean much but it means we shouldn't really do avodah zara <inaudible> you should be wholehearted with god and not and not uh, try to consult any other kind of a, a deity or god how do you know that if a person just knows one more, he's good, you know, you generally are much smarter or much more educated than he is. But he knows in one aspect, he knows more than you. He's greater than you in one aspect. and You have to give him honor. As we saw by Daniel, the king saw by Daniel in the uh, in Tanakh, the Pusset says over there, I saw that, uh, that he's got a special spirit in this one aspect. So I want to make him like, uh, I want to put him in the king, in the kingdom, make him a king. So <clears throat> he said that uh, from here you see that um, that uh, even though the, the Daniel was only greater in one aspect, he made him, he rose to uh, to monarchy from that. And a third thing that he said, as he said, one thing he said, that you shouldn't consult astrologers. Number two, he said that, if you know something, if one person just knows more than you, should, sh- you should show him respect. And the third thing is that a woman who is um, sitting on Dam Tor, what does Dam Tor mean? Like this, we've learned many times in the Chumash. Chumash says that if a woman gives birth to a boy, she's Tomei for seven days. This is Tumas Leda. Today we don't know anything Tumas Leda, Tumas Nida. The Dom all looks the same to us, but Tumas Leda meaning she's Tomei for seven days, even if she didn't have any dam, she's Tomei for seven days. And then she's uh, tar for 14 days, af- and, and then, then she's tar for 33 days afterwards, meaning that even after she, let's say she's Tomei for seven days, goes to the Mikvah, then for the next 33 days, even if she sees Dham, that's Demei Tahara, that's, she's Torah, she could sleep with her husband during those 33 days, even if she's gushing. That's mina Torah. And, for, and if she gives birth to a girl, the amount is 14 days of Tumah, followed by 66 days of Tara, total of 80 days. Now, menah Torah, she could sleep with her husband during those 33 or 66 days, respectively, even though she's gushing. So in those times when she did, when the 66 days, let's say, is over, 80 days after childbirth, so he says up there, if she says, tam tar." But when she's finished the 80 days, she should stop. Why? Because after the 80 days, if she's still gushing, that's really to tomei, she's tomei, the 81st day, the night of the night going on the 81st day, if she sees Dom, that's and she's Anita again. So he says, In other words, when she finished the 80 days, she should stop. She should stop and take a break from living with her husband. Why? because we're afraid that, you know, she's, oh yeah, she's been living with her husband for the last 33 days, the last 66 days, even though she's bleeding, she's going to live with her husband, and now she's not allowed to, so we made sure that she stops for a while to make sure to separate that, this is to make sure that was to our, this Dom is tummy. To Today, we don't, any woman who sees Dom is us or to her husband, so this wouldn't apply, but if she was living with her husband during the time that she was, that she was deme tahara, 33 or 66 days, she should stop to show a pesixman. Uh, how much Ad, comma. I'm um, Ona. One period. A period means a, a 12-hour period of day, a day or a night. And I just stop for a while to make sure that we that we uh, she has it in her mind. Otherwise, she just can keep going on. If you don't, if you don't make a pesek, she say, "Well, what's the difference? I've been sleeping. I had blood yesterday. I slept with him. I can have blood today." No, no. You got to stop for a while to make sure there's a separation that you know. Uh, that Rashi uh, says right she didn't see dam she still has to wait because to make sure you separate between dam tara and dam tummy. Tana Lirabaisa who is this Yosef Ish Hutsal this that we just quoted these three things in his name Yosef from Hutzel who is he who Yosef Abavli he's also called Yosef the Babylonian right and. Um, the uh, Yosebav takes out, and he takes out the but He also says, "Who isi ben Gur Arye is also called by that name. Who isi ben Yehuda? Who ben Gamliel? Who ben Mahalal? Umashmo isi ben Makavi Shmo." So different reasons why he had these different names. Uh, was he trying to escape justice, or was he trying to escape uh, debtors, or was he hiding? Whatever. Um, Ushmo? What? So what's uh, Umashmo? Ushmo is really a uh, isi ben Akavia, which is like in a form of a kiva Shmo. Um, and therefore, uh, so his real name was Isib ben Yakavi, but he was called Yosef Ishutzel. Um, similarly, we find that there was a Rav Yitzchak who had different, uh, went by different last names, either different pronunciations, different places, or whatever. He was known by Rav Yitzhak, by his father's name, Tavla, or Chakla, or Allah. Those were all, or Allah, or Eloh. They were all the same. The last word on the page, who, is removed by the Bach. And the next member of the Gemara, and as we just had, Yitzhak had this, Yosef Yitzchak had many different names, we have Yitzchak had many different names, but now the Gemara tells us something slightly different at the top of the page, just to finish up this, uh, this uh, section, Rav Yitzchak Menachah Deshmaitu. There was a Rav Yitzchak Menachah, I'm talking about, there's, there's a different Rav Yitzchak, not the same Rav Yitzchak we talked about before, but this, there was a Rav Yitzchak Menachah, when, when you find Stam Rav Yitzchak in the Gemara, when it's a shmita, when it's a ruling of the Gemara, a teaching of Halacha, that's, his name is, is Ben-Acha, Rav ben When you find the Stam Rav Yitzhak in the Agarita, that's his, His it's a different Rav Yitzhak. His He's Rav Yitzhak ben Pinchas, the Agaratahu. So that's what he's telling you. Rav Yitzchak ben Acha, he's the one who teaches us rulings in the Gemara. Rav Yitzchak ben Pinchas is the one who says Agaratah, and that's what actually says. When Rav Yitzchak stam ha'omer that's Rav ben Pinchas. Rav stam, when you're talking about a ruling, that's Rav Yitzchak. What's your simonic is, uh, um, he says on the side here, Shemuni uh, achai va'mi. Brings out a different pasuk. Uh, but the, in the, in our Gemara, the gears of Vesimonach shimuna Achai Varei, or Shimunai Achai, Achai. The idea is that, uh, that Stam, that, um, the, the, the Shimuni is like, or the Shimuni or Shimu is like Shmaita, right? It's like that word is similar. And it use the word there, Achai, like Acha. So again, if it's Rav Yitzchak Stam who teaches us the ruling of the Gemara, that's Rav Yitzchak If it's Rav Yitzchak, uh, who's teaching us a ruling, or teaching us something in Agatha, a narrative, that's Rav Yitzchak Ben Pimchas. All right, we'll stop here. We'll pick it up from the third line tomorrow. shavuot Tov, Yom Tov, and Chodesh Tov to everybody. Chodesh Nisan. No Tachnan. <laughs> Have a good day.